This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. A bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and gorilla... We are blessed by the attendance of... See the bombers fly Oh, he forgot about me. Up <laughs> to win the premiership oh, the flag. Right, uh, we'll not get too carried Good morning, Buzzer. Good morning. Can I ask you, why did Geelong give away Kelly? Well, he was going to be a Brownlow medalist. That kid. He wasn't. He wasn't contract. Uh, his contract ran out, and, and it's come in the the way the AFL system works. Is the highest bidder comes in, and, and no, nah, no, nah, nah, Buzzer, cut the chase. He didn't want to play with the pussies, mate. We're the never going to hold him to be quite honest, right? And he's a good player. <laughs> well, why did you right? say that? What, and by the way, oh Campo, where's he? Campo, he must have gotten the turps last night. Got a bit excited watching the bombers as in front. No, no. I message. like him, the ideas man. I call him. Right. Oh, mate, his idea was not to turn up today. Yeah. But folks, Buzzer's the gorilla back. and the uh, the old indefatigable gang. buzzer have with, turned up with the slippers on too. By the way, he's got the slippers on. Got the slippers on. Moving on uh, his new job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, the concrete gang. Not allowed to talk about. We've it. had football. We're Meat not- pies, kangaroos, and Holden cars. <laughs> no Holden cars. No Holden cars. Pies aren't healthy. Kangaroo pies. Kangaroos, well, feel less of them after the bushfires. Oh. Righto. Let's just uh, mention the, because uh, it's getting a lot of media coverage, the uh, O'Connor matter in the federal oh, court. It's going on. We're Good not going to we're going to talk about it. but could it's a lot handled of, a bit differently, couldn't it? Yep. A lot of time, a lot of money. That's why uh, Mr. O'Connor got uh, named Scullywag of the Week a few well, it's weeks ago. a lot of money. Where's the money coming? They've got none. It wouldn't be the miners, would it? Well, it's a fair question, but uh, we haven't got an answer. But, folks, 
We will give you a report once the uh, matter is finished in the federal court, and that probably won't be till next week. Anyway, let's just talk about some stuff in our industry, because forestry don't know nothing about it. Tower crane incident. Oh, yes. Thanks for throwing me under the bus for that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there was a t- tower crane incident during the week. Uh, I think it was uh, Thursday. They were um, climbing a crane down at um, Capital, the Capitol Building in South Yarra on the corner of Turat Road and Chapelsford, I think it is, Buzzer. That's it. And uh, apparently the crane blew through the slew break and slewed in the window, broke a window. And uh, obviously that's a pretty serious thing. And, and uh, I actually had, didn't go down there, so I'm not 100% sure with all the uh, intricacies. How do you say it? Intricacies. Uh, thank you, Warren. So it's over four letters. You know the rules on the concrete game. You you raised the word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, should ne- I should never do that. Uh, and it slewed and hit the glass and broke the glass. So that was a, a, a pretty bad incident. Apparently, it's, it's happened before there too. So, and anyway, the, apparently they had all the all the right things in place. All the areas were barricaded off. Multiplex job. They had all the areas barricaded off and all that. And that's that's why we do that in building sites because those type of things can happen. So, pull them up pull them down, drop things and all that. So that's why we have those zones all around the crane. So that was all in place and no one got hurt. Well, that's a good thing, but uh, obviously there's an investigation to go on and find out why this has occurred and, in fact, reoccurred. That's exactly right. It was electric crane. I forget. I'm not even sure what brand of crane was. Was it a Commodore or... No, it was a Potane crane. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so we need to find out and... Um, and another thing, just on that, which I know, but on the building sites now, and as you know, when you put the cranes up at night and wind vane, there's only a certain meterage you you put the jib at because if you don't put it at that meterage, it won't wind vane. And now they put them that close together, that's what's happening. So I think there's going to be a little bit of investigation into that because uh, if they're too, if they jib them up too far, they don't wind vane, and uh, that is going to be our next problem because if they're not wind vaning, and the winds come, something's going to break. Yes, you can get on the old uh, YouTube and see a few cranes uh, yeah, getting gone, affected. Yeah, gone over backwards like the one in Richmond and a few other ones. Yes, so if you've got a potato crane... Good morning, crane, the Clark's cranes. Lucky he tells Nothing, us nothing good about the morning for pa- Clark's cranes. But anyway, if you've got a potato on your job, uh, there should at least be some questions asked as to uh, has any problems been identified and... Uh, then uh, get on to the union office and uh, we can follow it up. There needs to be some kind of systematic uh, review of that. Righto, let's talk about one of uh, Buzz's uh, favourite subjects. What's that? Companies going broke. Yes, it's not good. And I think, with, like I said at the start of the year, with compliances, um, compliances checking and all that, they're very important because there's a couple that are... Reckon they're on payment plans and all the rest of them. One of them, there was a meeting last week about company form work plus in Geelong. It was four or five months behind and we put something in place to try and get the money. But it's no good once they go broke. And unfortunately, the start of this year, well, we had to carry on from last year with Baron Forge. And now we've had uh, Stone Design in the last week or two go down too. Not as bad as the Baron Forge situation, I don't think. Still fixes. Um, and now we've had Technique Steel Fixing as well. T-E-K-N-I. They're floating around a few... Um, 
Kremer jobs and what else? What other jobs? Yeah, AB Dean, a few other jobs. Uh, AB Dean, about thirty-five about, blokes. Yeah, about thirty-five blokes, and I, I did check. Most of their compliances aren't too bad, but obviously there's things like holiday pay and all that, and it's very important. I think moving forward, maybe we we got to do something with the holiday pay because we seem to have all the other things not too bad, um, as long as everyone checks the compliances, which I still think could be done better. Uh, Just moving. another way they they can't rob them, isn't it? Because yeah. when when it, when they do go broke, it's, they leave a trail of destruction, don't they? And getting the annual leave, maybe there needs to be some sort of a fund for the annual leave as well, because you know trying to get it after they're gone broke is like winning Tats Lotto as well. So, everyone, oh, there's a thing out there, and as you notice in the Slipper Club too, uh, brother, that. Uh, there's thing they're the instigating all around the town is apps putting apps on the phone and there's obviously the two apps there's one with your card um, that, that that can identify your company's latest payments in CBUS and there's also the personal app you can have on there that can uh, uh, that gives you your own personal details. Well, that's right, Buzz. It gives the members an opportunity to check their own CBUS and all that. Well, there should be a few methods that and it unfortunately seems to get through them all. The individual checking, um, the rep checking, and the company's checking. Yet we still seem to. Get through all those three sometimes with not, no one checking. Sounds like three people say they're checking, but no one is. Sometimes. So anyway, stay well, tuned. Make sure all the companies out there are getting checked. Sounds a bit like Westcon, Ralph. It oh, there's another indeed. one. Over a million dollars in Seabus, though. And uh, to get into that situation, it's easy to understand that companies' uh, cash flow can be disrupted. A job doesn't start when it's supposed to start, but when you're tendering work... That close to the bone, you can't afford a slip-up. And I would have thought that uh, Westcon, who have been around the industry for a very long time in the precast area, in fact, one of the biggest, if not the biggest in uh, the state, have uh, stuffed up on a grand scale. There's a whole lot of blokes who are owed money, including salary sacrifice. Exactly. Very upset about it. Now, there is a plan in place to uh, start fixing that matter. There is going to be money paid. Jesus. Uh, the chair's gone down there. <laughs> Hang on, it's on here. All right. that, that, was, that was one of the directors for Westcon. He just fell over. He found out how much he's got to pay. <laughs> yes, indeed. There's a fair bit of money to be paid and uh, the process is in place. But uh, the shit, it doesn't it? matter who we're talking about. They can be the biggest crooks in the industry or they can be people with a good reputation like Westcon it doesn't take much to stuff up and when the process of stuffing up starts it just absolutely turns into an avalanche and uh, a month behind becomes two months behind before you know where you are at six months behind all the insurances are up to stuff and what the hell can we do well it's a mess and it takes a long time to fix it and if, as with uh, Stone Design and Techni, you then go bust, it just leaves a worker working basically for a, a whole lot less than they thought they were. But, Buzzer, you're on the job. There's another company just reading here, Intraforce. Non-payments of Incolink, Seabus and Currenbist as well. So, you know, they're, they're, out, they're out there, aren't they? They're out there, Buzzer. They are out there. I think there. the Slipper Gang's going to fix that up. <laughs> anyway... That does lead us to the issue of wage theft because that's really what all this is. You can talk about sham contracting, you talk about a whole lot of things, but it is wage theft. And the Concrete Gang, I think, would like to welcome the uh, 
efforts of the Andrews government in this state to introduce legislation about wage theft. Now, as always, it will be legislation for all workers and all employers and the uh, ability to make sure there's compliance. A regulator is going to be way beyond the usual capacity of the public sector to make this happen. So the union's going to have to do it, do it more. And in the next EBA, one of the ideas being floated is to, in fact, do a whole lot more. And uh, reputable builders and decent subbies, I'm sure, will sign on to a system which uh, tries to produce some kind of additional regulation on top of whatever the Andrews government is able to pass in the Victorian Parliament. Lucky the ABCC does a great job of checking all wage theft and, and all the sham contracting in the industry, yeah, isn't it? Have they, have, they, um, have they ever prosecuted too many prosecuted companies? Prosecuted any of those? I mean, the prosecutor, they're setting all out of existence. They go down if there's stickers on it, someone's heart out or pull down posters and all that. That's real productive for the industry, don't they? And then we'll go on jobs and say, why is there a padlock on the uh, oh, delegate's exactly. shed? Because we want to go in and see what he's got on his walls. I oh. mean... I mean, that's, I, I still that's, can't get over all that stuff. I mean, I don't know why there hasn't been an outcry over all that. I mean, people must ask what all the millions of dollars they get to, to prosecute. It's supposed to be fairly, both sides. Yes. Yeah. And apparently, I've, I've looked at the score sheet. It's about one million to none. They haven't, <laughs> they haven't scored, they haven't prosecuted one dirty, rotten pitch and toss. But um, anyway, so it's no shock, horror. But anyway. Well, we might come to a little interesting episode about that, but we'll have a little break at the moment. A little bit of music from the musical director? Yes, indeed. The Teskey what, what Brothers. What have you got for us? Heavy load to carry along. 
The Teskey Brothers. Nearly went to sleep. Carry. Nearly went to sleep. The song is called Carry You. Well, the union is certainly carrying a lot of people. That's for sure. Because no one else is prepared to do it. So a little story about the ABCC that the gorilla mentioned before the break. Hobart Hospital. We all remember Hobart Hospital and all the money that was owed. The plasters. And the ABCC went down there and investigated. $150 to get get, um, inducted, wasn't it? Yep. Paid to the master builders. What a joke. And all that money that wasn't paid, both in Hobart and in Melbourne, was fixed by the union with no help from the ABCC despite their investigation. Who writes to the union? Steve McBurney writes to the union and says, uh, well, why aren't you helping us uh, investigate uh, all these uh, wage theft stuff? Helping them? I'm sorry. What planet do they live on? What have you done? What boss have you prosecuted for wage theft. You prosecute a few bosses for being friendly with the union, but you don't prosecute for wage theft. And, and that is part of your legislative obligation. Steve Burney, you are a shit talker. Was he a shit umpire too? 10 oh, out of 10. He's an umpire. Hey. What, maggot? Of course he was. Just quickly on Tasmania. Hey, can I just say something on that? Yeah. Um, what about all, uh, not only just the wage theft warrant, but where all these companies that go broke don't pay anything, well, which is wage theft, I suppose, yes. and then start again next day or, or two days' time in another company's name like nothing's gone wrong. Yes. Owing millions and millions of dollars. And the, I reckon the worst one was one of the ones that you were involved in, Buzz, was that Bayside down in Port Melbourne. That, mate, that bloke bought a brand-new Lamborghini. The next week, he, he sent everyone broke. Yeah. What about our mate Frank, Eltrax? He, 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 he went out and told everyone he was going to do it. But, you I know. mean, it's just out of control. And then just quickly, on, I just want to quickly say in Tasmania, embarrassing political backflip where they, oh. got, where they got WorkSafe in to put notices on a green uh, rally down there, and now they've done the big backflip. They've withdrawn the workplace notices, uh, WorkSafe notices, and... I've got to tell you, if that's the best you can come up with, while well, people are probably actually working in some extreme um, unsafe conditions all around the construction industry and other industries in Tasmania, and to send officials down there to put a uh, ban on, on a rally because it was some sort of uh, bullshit uh, notice, well, they need to have a good look at themselves down there. Moving on. 
We're moving on back, on, to, just had, back just, to the program. Which just, is, sorry, I jumped in there. I'm good at doing that. Yeah, we know that. We just had a call from Campo. He's just apologised. He couldn't make it. He's down at Windy Hill queuing up for his finals tickets after last night's game. Oh, dear. Oh, come on. You couldn't take that match too seriously, could you? No. Oh, no. Let's, <laughs> let's get back. Yeah, what was the we name did. of the ground then? Do you know what they called that ground? We did play the Mineral seconds. Resources Ground. Yeah, I know. You know where it is? It's right in the middle of Perth. It's in Vic Park. Right right in the middle of Vic Park. Sponsored by BHP, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, Mineral right Resources. The big Australian, please. <laughs> and uh, the big issue uh, for us Ball is, of course, the wage theft. And we're getting back on program. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Sorry. Oh. Yes, and of course, part of that program, as we mentioned with uh, Westcon, is superannuation and the payment of superannuation. And at the moment, just to finish our conversation about all these issues, who has declared an amnesty on non-payment of super? Scott Morrison. Jacob. They've passed legislation to give an amnesty to companies that have not been complying with their Super oh, obligations please. under the law. So Scotty now is up there with Donald Trump giving out amnesties to all the crooks in the bloody country. Well done, Scotty. How good is superannuation, Scotty? Righto, let's go to Scallywags of the Week. Yeah. You've de- nominated Stone Design and uh, Techni Steel Fixing. Both of them went bust well, without too much bloody information being passed across. Technique steel fixing was during the week. and He had about 35 um, steel fixes, George. And I think he, in the end he was not just going broke, but he's also been a bit crook, I think. So anyway, it's a bit of a shame. Well, but, but anyway, but anyway, all the boys have been picked up by wherever they've been, either by the builder or by the... By the uh, uh, Form worker, so hopefully that's a smooth transfer, and and, and they're all going to get fixed up their pay. So that's that's um, a good story. Thanks to the union. Late call in for Fair Brothers, uh, Geelong College job, not paying any of the subbies. Would that surprise you, Fair Brothers? No, no, just Fair Brothers and Geelong College, what a combination! Yeah, it is. It is a good combination. <laughs> what would that Work double pay? School? What <laughs> would that double pay, buzzer? Yeah, <laughs> right. Who else we got? We've got Westcon. Yeah. They're yeah. putting it right, but how did you get into that situation? And uh, one of your favourites is getting re-nominated, Gorilla. Land oh, Yes, yes. They, they don't they, give up. They want everyone. I mean, they're working out there seven days a week, twenty two shifts, twenty four seven, and then wanted the blokes to work another radio. I mean, and wanted and wanted to ask them on the Thursday. I think think you know. That's probably why the job's running behind because they're that badly organised. Well, the big, uh, the biggest builder in Australia is hardly a uh, smooth running organisation. I can think of a few builders who are doing jobs uh, as big as some of the lend lease jobs. They do it a whole lot easier and better. Righto, betterer, betterer. Who else <laughs> we got? Well, I'm going to nominate Tubeway. G'day, Richard. How come you're the only scaffold company not paying the 2% interim agreement? You're on a few jobs around the town. Maybe you should fix it. We got anyone else? Um, 
Any late ones, Buzzer? I'm, I'm just thinking about that. Any late one? I did give a late fare, brothers. Who else can I give a late one to? Well, I don't know, mate. Whoever you like, mate. Whoever you bought the slippers off. Just before <laughs> we run out of no, time. No, I did read something about a company from Ballarat, and they're still around one of the biggest shit carter companies you'll ever come across. SJ Weirs, right? Oh. Now, I did read something. I don't know what the story was, but I'm going to nominate them anyway, right? <laughs> right? Good idea. <laughs> when in doubt, nominate. Well <laughs> done, Buzzer. Weirs, right? SJ Weir and... Last but not least. Oh, hang on. No, I've got one. Who? We've had a. We've, what about that old striker, Carl Gilder? Oh yeah, you got a story they, there. They reckon that the, the old the old sporter kings, you know, horse racing. Well, well, Gilder's brought that down because he, he apparently he's mixed up. He was mixed up with the horse that won the Blue Diamond. Yeah, twenty five to one too. Twenty five to one. Yeah, yeah. And plus, what? What? I think they each get a hundred thousand each. The owners. Happy days. Gilda would have gone out and shouted everyone, wouldn't he? That's only... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's as bad as me or worse, isn't he? Righto. Now, concentrate, concentrate. The last nomination is Steve McBurney for trying to make it look like he's actually doing something when he's not even doing a skerrick except chase flags and stickers. Is he he in the business class drinking red wine? We got a winner? Well... Righto, have we got a winner? <laughs> what happened there? Did I go in the wrong? Righto, uh, I'm going to nominate Westcon. Yeah, all right, we'll give Westcon. Yes, Westcon. Yeah, because that, that's a hands down. That's a hands down. Now, Suki Lala, oh. uh, your good friend from Lend Lease, I reckon. Oh, Grant. No, no. Sandra. 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 Oh, Sandra's come in. Sandra's yeah, come Sandra. in. So. Be careful. Bess doesn't like you criticise them too no, much. No, 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 no. no. Be uh, careful. Uh, so, uh, Sandra, you've... Uh, Slipper club. You've been up in uh, Sydney all this time and uh, you have to take responsibility for your jobs in uh, Victoria and your performance wins you Suki Lala of the week. Next to Grant. And don't forget the Claire Murray story at Astor Theatre on March the 12th. Uh, we've, we've, uh, the CFMU supporting, um, and it's a shocking story, and the unions get behind, got behind the family to try and get some results there. And a quick cheerio to the family of Steve Watt, a scaffolder for many, many years. He's, Steve's from Geelong, and... Uh, Worked in the game and unfortunately cancer has ended his life in his late 50s and uh, so our condolences and sympathy to the family and to all the friends and workmates that have been with Steve in the scaffold game over the years. And and while we've got a little bit of time, a special cheerio to all our retired members and all the, all the, all the brothers and sisters that battled the way and got us all these great conditions in the building industry. We haven't forgot you. We know you're still listening. And uh, thank you very much for what you've done. And we're doing our best to preserve what we've got, aren't we, brothers? Yeah, indeed we are. So we'll go out in the same old way. Dare Dare to struggle, dare dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you you lose. lose. And you end up wearing pink slippers. We're going to go out with (laughs) T-Bone Walker and Stormy Monday. They call it Stormy Monday. But Tuesday's just as bad They call it Stormy Monday But Tuesday's just as bad When's this worse? 
And Thursday's also sad Yes, the eagle flies on Friday And Saturday I go out to play Well, the eagle flies on Friday And Saturday I go out to play Sunday I go to church Then I kneel down and pray listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.